Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're going to finish up where we left off yesterday. We're talking about stoicism, something that I think has never, ever in the history of residential real estate ever been a topic of any podcast, any event, any training, any book, any conversation that's ever taken place in a real estate brokerage. So we are way ahead of our skis on this topic, but it's something based on the emails that we received from you guys after yesterday's show that is resonating with some of you. Really what your takeaway from um, these two podcasts should be is that you need to realize that pretty much the same exact things that are happening in our society now have happened many, many times before throughout human history. And if you want to know how to not just survive but thrive in you know all kinds of diverse times, kind of like what we're experiencing now societally, then guess what? It's happened before. So just go and research and go and study history. And so what Julie and I are sharing with you is stoicism. And stoicism, in essence, is basically a personal philosophy of life. And um, we gave you a little bit of brief history lesson on the hist- you know, where Stoicism started. It's not a religion. It's nothing like that. So please don't be thinking that Tim and Julie are off in some weird you know, angle. We're not. We're just kind of giving you like – hopefully we're helping you guys, uh, I think, formalize your own personal philosophy of life and then maybe make it so that you realize that you can have lots and lots of examples of paths to follow if you're looking to have the shortest route up the mountain of success. And um, today we're going to be talking about Marcus Aurelius. Now, Marcus Aurelius, and Julie's going to read you something here in a second. Oh, by the way, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, Mar- and Mar- I'm looking forward to this Marcus call, Aure- even though it's a little bit off, but I think they're going to love it, actually. So go ahead. Marcus Aurelius in his time was the richest man in the world, um, and the, his riches were not even scalable to the riches of today. In other words, he was so much richer than the richest man on the face of the earth now in terms of the difference between the a wealth he'd accumulated versus the next guy. So right now, like what is it, Warren Buffett, or it's not even Warren Buffett, you know, $60 billion, $80 billion will make you, you know, uh, the richest man in the world. Well, history says that Marcus Aurelius was, you know, the difference between the wealth he had and everybody else was just a huge difference. And when he has he has written a lot of books and back in you know remember these are like before you know three hundred you know years before Christ three this stuff is just ancient and um, he wrote down his uh, the musings of Marcus Aurelius I think is one of his most famous books I believe Julie and his mm-hmm. when right. you read through it it's like his personal journal it's like a journal he wrote it's not difficult to read the words aren't fancy the concepts aren't hard to understand and it gives you this roadmap to follow for how you're supposed to conduct yourself on the planet and when Julie and I started getting exposed to this stuff back you know 20 plus years ago we just sort of you know we meandered into it we read something and somebody mentioned this and we thought that was interesting we pulled on that string and we went down that path and that's what we're hoping to do for all of you guys um and uh maybe we'll trigger some desire to learn more about this but when you read his book uh, in particular the musings of marcus aurelius julie can you google that real quick make sure i'm saying that right it's on amazon 
And yes. um, when you read it, it's very amazing to go through it and listen to the views of a guy who probably in his day was essentially a trillionaire, you know, and read about what he, how he sees life, how he sees his relationships with family and business and, and all that. And I think it's kind of, you know, it's really incredible. What, again, what the really, truly powerful thing from my perspective is Julie and I read the same books over and over and we've read his book because, again, it's not some big ponderous thing. It's something that's very easy to understand. And we go through these books on a regular basis. We'll maybe reread them or re-listen to them once a year. And it's interesting how we can relate to what he's saying and even though this happened basically at the dawn of you know written history for man, we can relate to what he's saying in different ways as we get older and as we ourselves become more successful. So I hope you guys, you know, I hope that's enough of, to motivate you guys to want to, you know, follow down that path yourself. So Julie, before we get into the topic, and I don't think the book yes. link you just sent to me is the one that I'm referring to. So let me go on uh, Amazon and look myself. But be, uh, while I'm doing that. Um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The meditations of uh, the meditations of Marcus Aurelius. That's what it was. You just sent me the summary book, Julie. I'm going to find yes. the exact link and tell these guys. Okay. okay. So while I'm doing that, would you yeah. please uh, acknowledge the folks you'd like to acknowledge? Yes. On Facebook, a lot of you guys have taken the uh, what we lovingly call TFW challenge, and those of you in the Mastermind Group know what that stands for. Lots of reporting on the Facebook page. Some of you guys are taking more action now, getting ready for fourth quarter, than you have the entire year, or perhaps you're keeping yourself in action. So uh, a lot of great shout-outs there. Heather Geeman Carr, one listing taken on Sunday night, another one signing today. Moving towards my goal, 13 listings in 90 days. She wants 13. Sticking to her meal plan, lost two pounds so far, 25 pounds in 90 days is the goal. So there's somebody who's super focused and not going to be sleeping in too much fourth quarter. And then we have Viv Guerra who says daily update. Called 10 expireds, no luck so far, but mailing handwritten note to them and we'll be following up all this week. Here's one of my favorites from Jared Hausier. He says, I am declaring TFW and if you're committing as well and if you're wanting to be held accountable, drop me a message I think through Messenger here. He says, just completed one hour and 10 minutes. Now listen to these numbers. This is great from Jared. Completed one hour and 10 minutes on expired prospecting. He, I took the last 180 days of expireds, narrowed in on the areas and price range that I service, cut out the do not call list, and still had 69 people to call out of 204 total. Spoke with two sellers, both of which should turn into listings. One of them has been recently renovated and matches my buyer's criteria, so I've just created inventory for an actively looking buyer, keeping my mind and language that I'm attempting to help homeowners being of service uh, who couldn't get their home sold the first time, and I didn't get yelled at or cussed at a single time. <laughs> okay, so that's good commentary, especially for those of you who have not ever jumped into the expired spoke. Uh, so basically he goes on, takes some pictures and a nice, um, you know, evidence of his work and taking massive action. Okay. Uh, Tommy Walker, one of our premier clients has a goal of 35 contacts and hit 37 today. So working it even harder and a lot of people taking, uh, working on a listing a day. That's another theme that we have in coaching set one. Go on one daily, lather, rinse, repeat, keeping it simple. So that's just a little bit from our Facebook page. And uh, did you want to talk about the book at all, Tim, or shall we jump in? 
Well, no, I'm just going to talk real quick about the mastermind because you know they're all going to ask. So basically, just a reminder, the mastermind is specifically for those of you who have purchased the book. And we also want to uh, put a little, uh, give you a little bit of added karmic debt that please give us also a uh, five-star review on, as, I mean, we're, the book's kicking ass. It's now a number one international bestseller. 100% completely blew our expectations out of the water. But there it is. The book, we sold thousands of the uh, copies of the book. It is available now, and soft cover of the book is called Harris Rules. So, look, thousands of you guys have um, bought the book, and thousands of you are listening to us right now. Hundreds of you, it's a, sort of like 400 on the first mastermind. We're on the first mastermind, uh, and yet we don't have 400 reviews. So, there's approximately, <laughs> this is the guilt part, guys, 250 of you who are attending the mastermind already who have yet to leave us a five star review. So please, if you're doing that, just go do the review. It takes like five seconds. Give me a break. Get it done. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the mastermind is the, for those of you who purchased the book, and it's for those of you who helped us make it the number one international bestseller that it is. And I doubt if I'll ever get tired of saying that. I actually had an opportunity to say that for the first time as we were walking out of Orange Theory yesterday. This very nice lady named jo uh, Joy who was in the class, she was, you know, we were doing the getting to know you thing, and she's asking what we did. And, you know, you know, she just she was not satisfied with our first answer of saying we're bill, a real estate a business consultant. She wanted more information, and we told her we're authors, and she asked what we wrote. And then anyway, I had the opportunity to say we just you know our newest book, Harris Rules, is now an international number one bestseller. And I have to say, saying that out loud, it doesn't suck. It's actually kind of fun. It's the first time I've actually done it outside of the podcast. <laughs> So yeah. in any event, that was interesting. So yes, please do give it a review. And then um, as our way of thanking you, um, we are uh, providing a 90-day massive action. Um, really, I think it's incredible action mastermind. And TFW is code for t total effing war on your goals, total effing war in the last 90 days of this year. Total effing war specifically is defined by we want everyone in the next 90 days to take at least 10 listings, and most everyone's going to want to lose at least 10 pounds. Really, guys, we're approaching last quarter with uh, the, as much uh, energy and enthusiasm, as much focus as we possibly can muster so that we can keep you guys motivated. Because when you're kicking ass fourth quarter of the previous year, you're going to roll into next year with so much energy, so much enthusiasm, so much momentum. Your jet is going to be way off the runway. You're going to be at cruising altitude. And if you can get there before, uh, basically by the same time, everyone just discovers that they need to load their plane. If you guys don't want, know what I'm talking about with this plane analogy, go listen to an old podcast book for the you know, 10,000 of you are listening live to us right now who know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yes, you're going to enter in next year, and you're already going to be at cruising altitude. That's going to give you an incredible boost of momentum throughout the rest of the year. Take this time of year uh, very seriously. We're doing everything in our power to keep you guys focused and motivated. And, again, please reciprocate by uh, giving us a great review of the book. Go buy the book. Give us a great review on the book. We sincerely appreciate it. Um, and, yeah. And we're going to help you guys get to uh, really exceed your goals. You know, it's fun, incredibly fun, honestly, reading your comments. Some of you guys who have had your best years ever, I, we get emails. You, you guys thank us. Frankly, you give us too much credit. You guys are having your best. We, we do the easy part, give you the information, and do our best to motivate you. And, and if you allow us to coach you, we hold you accountable to accomplishing goals. But you guys do the hard part. You're the ones that are doing the real work. But, look, we appreciate the praise. We appreciate you saying thank you, showing gratitude is a sign of character. And so that's the reason we're doing this mastermind. We're showing you gratitude to thank you for helping us make this book something that really has been a lifetime uh, goal of ours. And at this point, it's kind of exceeded what our expectations were. So, Julie, let's talk about probably what arguably is maybe one of the greatest men in history, Marcus Aurelius. So, you can just jump right in. I know you've got a lot of prepared uh, 
content, and I'll keep yes. my app shut. And for those of you who want to do more of personal reading about him, I know I'm going oh, to have right, my email right. bombed with how to spell yeah, his name. So it's Marcus Normal Aurelius, A-U-R-E-L-I-U-S. Okay, so we got that out of well, the way. Joey, I'm going to, Joel, yes. you were right. It's called, it's called Meditations, okay? So if you go to Amazon, you put in Meditations. When you're on Amazon giving us a great review, just put in Meditations and then just put in the word Marcus. Just put in Marcus and then put in Meditations. And even if you don't know how to spell Aurelius, you will find the book come up. and get the book. And there's like because this book is in the public domain, you know, Julie, we should republish this, by the way, because this is in the public domain. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13. There's like a hundred versions of it, so you guys can just buy whichever one uh, you want to, and it's not very expensive. I'm looking at one right now that's only a dollar seventy-eight, and it's a paperback. Okay, so you can afford that. There you go. So go ahead. No Joel. excuses. Since you're on no Amazon excuse. anyway, getting our book. <laughs> okay, I like That's that right. lead You like that? That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. After you're done getting your Harris Rules book, you can move on to Marcus. Okay, so let's start with a quote from him. He said, I think this applies to everyone, quote, if you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it. And this you have power to revoke at any moment. What a great quote that is, right? didn't matter how long ago it was, that still applies. So a little bit on uh, Marcus Aurelius, he was a Roman emperor from 161 to 180, kind of old, and is considered one of the most important Stoic philosophers, as we said. So what, we're, what is named now the Meditations were actually never meant for publication when he wrote it. It was his personal notebook, and what he called it was writings to myself, kind of like keeping a diary or a journal which we've often encouraged all of you to do to help keep your head screwed on straight. And when he wrote it, it was in Greek, even though he spoke Latin. And this has obviously been translated over the years. Okay, so it was part of a military campaign. And basically, over many years, he kept this journal, now called the Meditations. And so I wanted to just, we're not going to talk about all of them, but I think the way he has these thoughts split up are really great things to consider with our daily lives and how we're going about how we think about things. So in book one, for example, he's in gratitude, but in an unusual way. He thanks people to whom he is indebted. He thanks his grandfather for teaching him to be candid, modest, and even-tempered. He thanks his father for teaching him to be humble, calm, and frugal. He thanks his mother for teaching him to be generous and non-materialistic. He thanks his teachers who taught him the value of hard work, discipline, equanimity, rationality, humor, and tolerance. From his teachers, he also learned to love practical philosophy instead of metaphysics, logic, and the vanity of the sophists who came before him. He also thanks his wife for being affectionate. Isn't that nice? I think that's lovely. <laughs> so kind of uh, a list that you can use now, often when we're on coaching calls with some of you, and you're what you would say in a rut right? You're having a, a down week, a down quarter, down month. You know, things fall apart. You've got a batch of rotten clients, whatever it may be. One of the things we do as coaches is say, tell me three things right now that you're grateful for. And so the next time you're getting into one of those stuck in a rut modes, think about Marcus Aurelius and his musings to himself. He's thanking all of these people he's grateful to and he's in, indebted to, Right. And he's keeping it, keeping it real, keeping his head screwed on straight. So that's what his whole first book to himself was about. Does that bring anything Julie, else in mind coaching-wise, Tim? 
Go ahead. No, no, but but you said something. So basically, this he was in power in essence. It, uh, what was the date range again? Um, <laughs> Did you catch that? I'm going to look at your notes. I think one, uh, let's see. One it is 120. 120 one, okay, no, Marcus Aurelius, he lived in 121 through 1 uh, oh, yeah. AD. I mean, if, one yeah, no, no, he AD. was the Roman yeah. emperor from 161 to 180. Okay, we're in 2017. <laughs> yeah, but look how relevant yeah. what he wrote still is that's why i think why it lives on and is still studied today by so many yep. people well not only is it studied so, today but a lot of people take his teachings and they write and they, they use it as a motivator to basically help them uh you know come up with their own you know inspirational ideas and for books and businesses even so I mean, he's if you guys are again if you're going to be studiers of you know human hu- humanity studies of what makes people successful studiers of what makes for a really great fulfilled life if you don't have Marcus Aurelius at the top of your reading list, followed closely thereafter by Harris Rules, sorry, couldn't avoid it, um, then <laughs> you guys are missing the boat. Go ahead, Julie. Sorry. Yes. So what was in book two? He reminds us that each day, and when I read this, I thought, well, that's like every day in the life of a real estate professional, right? He reminds us that every day we can meet some terrible people, but we have faults too, so we shouldn't be angry with the cranky types that we sometimes run across. For we are all just bits of blood, bones, and breath. Our life is fleeting. Our bodies will decay. He even said, as for death, nothing to fear. It can't hurt us. But the most important part of us is our minds. We shouldn't let them be slaves to selfish passions, quarrel with fate, or be anxious of the present or afraid of the future. We can't guarantee fame or fortune, but we can keep our minds calm and free from injury a state superior to both pleasure and pain. Freedom is the control of our minds. And that's a major theme amongst all of the Stoics and people who are maybe considered modern Stoics. I'm thinking of um, Frankel. Is it Victor Frankel? I think he wrote, he was the concentration camp victim that, uh, well, not even victim. He wouldn't even say victim, who relied on some Stoic beliefs to control his mind. Freedom is the control of your minds. So I think this is important to try to practice every day as you get into all of your day-to-day things you have to deal with, your lead follow-up, your email, your voicemail, what some people call their box of snakes, right? You open up your email and what's waiting for you. And I I think so often in real estate when you get into something stressful, you can kind of get in – it's almost like if you don't embrace this, personally make it worse for yourself. Instead, think like a stoic realize that you can't guarantee fame or fortune, but you can keep your, cal- your mind calm and free from injury, which is a state superior to both pleasure and pain. So, you know, some pretty serious mindset stuff here. Back to you. Should I continue? I don't want to get too ner- nerdy on these guys. Go, 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 go. Don't slow down. You don't need to flip it back to me. <laughs> okay. Brad, you're, it's, it's, it's history with Tim and Julie. Continue. That's right, our, our little history, our visit to history of Stoics. Okay, so in his third book, he says, be mindful of little things like cracks in a loaf of bread, the texture of figs and olives, and the expressions of wild animals, even mundane things have charm, he says. But we shouldn't gossip or speculate about what others say or do. Instead, think and talk only of things that you would not be ashamed of if they were found out. I wonder what Marcus Aurelius would think about Facebook from time to time. (laughs) Or or CNN. CNN. Think and talk with sincerity and cheerfulness, and there will be a kind divinity within you. 
There is nothing more valuable than a mind pursuing truth, justice, temperance, fortitude, rationality, and the like. So be resolute in the pursuit of the good. But I love there that he said lessons. we shouldn't gossip or speculate. <laughs> Go ahead. But, well, there are two, but there are two thoughts in that, right? So the first thought was mm-hmm. is he was actually saying be present, right? Observe the little cracks in the loaf of bread, the texture of figs and olives, the expressions yeah. of wild animals, <laughs> the mundane things have charm, he says. But that's basically his mind. That's the way he gamed himself to stay present and not allow his mind to meander into worrying, allowing his basic ego to take over, focusing on the future or, the, or, or you know, the past. That's where your ego wants you to be so that you're not present. And what Marcus did is when he's sharing with us here you know, gazillions of years later, is that he was uh, obviously challenged by the same thing that all of us are, keeping our minds present, and that's what he did to keep himself focused. And then the second part, well, you know, book three, was the talking of don't gossip, don't ever say anything bad about anybody. That's really the, you know, that's one of the things we talk about on this podcast. Don't be, your opinion is your opinion, and nobody else needs to know your opinion when it comes to being negative. Just don't be negative about anything. The problem with being negative about anything is it just essentially puts your mindset in a really bad place that just draws more negativity to you. And that's what he talks about. That's a Marcus Aurelius rule there. He's actually saying that. So even when you do feel like you have a right to complain, a restaurant basically doesn't do a good job. And, you know, the sort of, uh, I think the moronic response is to go on Yelp and, you know, you know, slander the restaurant opposed to going there and talking to the owner or the manager and trying to fix the problem that civilized people have always done. You know, that's not the appropriate response if you're wanting to act with dignity and you're wanting to act in, in any sort of level that you're going to be proud of. Because when you go and complain, you just basically comp- you're essentially creating more of that, not just within yourself, but within society in general. A problem back then, a problem now. So do yourself a favor and just stop complaining. Don't complain about anything, even when you have a right to complain. Especially when you have a right to complain. Book number, the next book, Julie. Yes, I. I mean, how much time is wasted on the whole complaint thing, right? I, I wonder if we were to add it up, how many years everybody could get back. Okay. How many websites, so, would, in, Julie? How many we, how many websites would be crashed. left if they all of a sudden passed a rule if you can't complain on the website? Oh, <laughs> you know, I know. I was just reading the I was just reading the comments on Inman, and uh, Brad put uh-huh. up a great article about you know in snoffers and all that, and I'm reading all the complaining about basically not just what he uh-huh. said about you know that this is in the that's and the other thing. You know, Brad was trying to make uh-huh. and he made, he's written a series of really great articles on Zillow and in snoffers, and we've done a bunch of podcasts uh, on the very topic, trying to reframe everyone's thinking into a realization that Zillow is not your partner; it's akin to a you know the way a virus is to a host in terms of its level of partnership mm-hmm. with all of you. They are a competitor. You just need to think of them as a competitor. Stop thinking of them as a marketing company or a lead company or anything else company. They are a competitor. They'll become even more of a prominent competitor as, as uh, the days roll on. But Brad's contention is, and the same thing we said on our podcast about a month ago, Zillow is probably going to become what, um, I mean, what was it, Julie? What was that the website before uh, Facebook? Oh, um, um, MySpace. Yeah, it's going to become the MySpace of the real estate space because basically Zillow's revenue comes from agents buying ads, and the agents are buying buyer leads in essence. And uh, what's happening is Facebook is starting to replace Zillow with uh, attracting agent dollars. And as soon as that really starts happening at a high level combined with uh, the instant offers uh, thing, which also will start attracting more leads, Zillow is probably going to start you know, fading in, unless they have a major pivot in their business model. They are really behind the ball. So they're 
they might very well they may have maybe had their best days behind them. Um, so bottom line, guys, is you know when you're in a situation where someone's saying something you don't agree with, maybe the opportunity for you there is to do some personal growth and opposed to just lashing out. Just think about why it is that you don't agree, and maybe there's some learning that you need to do or some further understanding you need to have. And so you're not necessarily feeling against what they said, but you're ne- you're focusing more on understanding why they said it, and then you don't have to be combative. You know, complaining is absolutely the root of a lot of the evils that you guys bring into your lives. Jules? Only on our podcast could we talk about Marcus Aurelius and Zillow and all make it make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we made it make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, one more and then I've got to get to premiere. So uh, Marcus Aurelius tells us that we can always find solitude in our own minds. If our minds are serene, we will find peace and happiness. As for how others view us, we have little control. But virtue is still virtue even if it's not acknowledged. Remember, our lives are ephemeral. One day we live, the next we're dead. So act virtuous, use your time well, and be cheerful. Then when you drop from life's tree, you will drop like a ripe fruit. So there's a lot to that. I think that was a great uh, thought, right? So really, you know, live with peace and happiness in your own mind. Whether somebody else acknowledges that you're doing that or not isn't the issue. It's for you to embrace. And that gets back to that self-control aspect of the Stoics. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Tim, so I can get ready for premiere. And I will see you soon. So we're not going to talk about this topic again unless you guys want more information like this. We figured that we might be a little bit too far out ahead of our skis for most of you on this. I'm not saying you guys don't have the mental aptitude to understand it or even the intellectual curiosity. I'm just not so sure that a lot of you guys want to be listening about this versus, say, for example, hearing more practical, tactical stuff. But, yeah, you let us know. Do you want more information like this? Do you want us to talk more about this stuff? This is what Julie and I – you guys ask us what book we, books we read. These are the types of books we read. These are the types of books we're where you find a real true texture and meaning to life. You know, there's this literally history is full of just so much incredible information that it seems that modern man has just forgotten about or discounted just because it was old or, you know, they just have lost sight of really what an incredible, beautiful gift that life really is. And it will always be our firm belief that real estate, selling real estate, is one of the best businesses you can possibly be in. It's such an incredible opportunity to be of service to others. There's no, you know, all the upsides that you guys are already aware of as far as income, as far as control of your time and schedule. And the best thing about real estate, in my opinion, is the more complicated it seems like the get, it's becoming, the easier it is to compete. And here's what I mean by that. The more complicated it is, the more companies that are soliciting agents, the more fake coaches out there who are and gurus and motivational speakers who are being paid by Zillow and being paid by Bank of America to say what they're saying. The more of those types that are out there, the easier it is for the rest of you because your competition, and I'm sorry, I'm a, I am a you know, competitive person, right? I'm a business owner. The more competition that's out there that's confused not knowing what to do, they are wasting time on their direct mail campaigns and their drip campaigns and their 77-step marketing plans and their this is and the that's and learning how to do Facebook ads and all this other stuff. The more your competitors are basically kind of going down Alice's, you know, the, the black hole of not knowing what to do and how to do it, the easier it is going to be for you to compete as long as you basically stay true to uh, the principles of being of service to others. You guys, with the common feedback of the hundreds of people that have given us great feedback, five-star reviews in the book, is that they have clarity. If you've not, you know, again, I'm 
self-serve. It's obviously it's our podcast. I'm being a little self-serving here, but bear with me. You guys really must read our book because if you're feeling in any way that you're lacking direction or clarity in uh, essentially what you should be doing every day and you're starting to feel like real estate isn't a blessing, you're starting to feel like it's a curse, just read the book. It's going to give you clarity. It's going to give you like that aha, epiphany type moment that you, a lot of you have been looking for. And uh, I think that's going to really help you to realize that the success that you're after and the our Marcus Aurelius clarity that you're hoping to have, and maybe you didn't even know it until you started listening to today's and yesterday's show, that you're, it's right there. All you have to do is go out there and follow the paths that are in front of you. We give you the path for real estate, a personal philosophy of life you can probably gather from the Stoics, as Julie and I have. So if you need us for anything, please email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. We're getting a lot of requests for people from folks wanting us to uh, come and do private events, come and speak to their real estate and brokerages, uh, be on podcasts and all the rest of it. And the answer to all of it is almost always yes. Just send us the information. Let's talk. Let's see if it's a good match for what we're all about. Make sure you know what you're signing yourself up for because we're not going to carry the water for any of these fake tech companies. We're not going to basically be motivational speakers. We're always going to be true to ourselves because we're going to be true to our audience. So just remember that when you ask to be on our show, ask us to be on your show, ask us to speak to your audience, you better know what you're signing up for because we're not going to deviate just because you're paying us to do something. We're always going to tell the truth um, as we know all agents need to hear it and want to hear it. So if you if you still think you want us to speak at your event, Tim at Tim and Julie Harris.com, and uh, my assistant or myself will get in contact with you guys, and uh, yeah, we're off to the races. So if you need us for anything, Tim at Tim and Julie Harris.com or Julie at Tim and Julie Harris.com. New topic tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, uh, Premier Coaching members, please be on the private Facebook group uh, participating in uh, the 90-day uh, you know, 10 listing, 10-pound TFW challenge. And uh, remember, we're doing another mastermind call this Friday. So if you're not in the mastermind yet, please go get the book. If you've already got the book, please read after you've read it. Don't leave a fake review. Please do leave a, read, a real review after you've read a couple chapters. Marcus Aurelius's book, Meditations, is about the same size as Harris Rules is. It's less than 150 pages. Uh, it's designed so you can sit down and read it um, and maybe in a couple hours. We don't want to, you know, it's like this podcast, right? Practical, tactical, fluff free, just like Marcus Aurelius's book. Uh, if there's anything we can do for you, you know how to get hold of us. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.